Welcome to Young Sheldon Cast, the podcast with one rule. Never watch Young Sheldon. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. And I'm Whit. And we're back for season two. Yeah. Remote. This is our first season two ever. Of anything. We've done a lot of season ones. Yeah. (laughs) This is a big commitment. Yeah. Is this season two of Young Sheldon Cast? Or is it season two of Greg Masters of the Universe? Do you mean season one of Greg Masters of the Universe? I guess so. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, maybe we don't do season twos. We're that bad at season two. (laughs) So, Greg Masters season one is a huge spinoff after the humongous success of Young Sheldon Cast season one. Guess so. (laughs) Do we want to call this Greg Masters of the Universe? Is it too confusing (laughs) to just change the name? Should we just go with Young Sheldon Cast and keep just talking about Greg Masters of the Universe? I think that it's confusing. But I think that we have two shows happening within one, in a way. We do. Which is fine. We ask a lot of our listeners. Yeah. I really do. Because we respect them. Because Young Sheldon Cast is the podcast where we do not watch Young Sheldon, right? Right. It's the podcast where we watch the teaser trailer for Young Sheldon episode and then come up with our own show, which I think our own show is not Young Sheldon. Our own show is Greg Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yeah, it's much less confusing. <laughs> yeah, so to clear things up, that's what's going on. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, that's easy. So is there a quick season one of Greg Masters of the Universe recap that we could run through real quick? Gosh, I could use one of those. As, as, as a, not just a, uh, what, how, what are we called? What are we, hosts? Yeah, we're like the showrunners. Showrunners, okay. I'm, I'm not only a showrunner, I'm also a huge fan, and I could use a, uh, a recap. <laughs> yeah, and you're an executive producer. Yeah. And you are an occasional director, and you're a writer. I mean, you have all of those juicy, juicy creds. <laughs> so I don't have to work anymore. Yeah, I'm working on two of the 14 Game of Thrones uh, spinoffs. <laughs> That's how I flexed my uh, executive producer credentials. I mean, are you working on it, or are you just like cashing those EP checks? I mean, I do no work. I talk about it to <laughs> yeah. journalists. Yeah. Well, you should say EP then. That's what that means. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How can we recap season one? You want me to just take a stab at it? Recapping the entire season is hard because most of the stuff that happened was nonsense. <laughs> I think maybe we should just do what we normally do and just give a quick recap of the world lore. You know, who is young Sheldon? Young Sheldon is a grade school student. Because of his perceived extreme intelligence, he's jumped up to high school, Mm -hmm. right? So he's sort of in like a fish out of water scenario. He is half human and half Glocktonian. His father was from the planet Glockton. He had a human mother. Uh, Sheldon himself has hollow bird bones, which make his half human, half Glocktonian body incredibly weak, but it does give him perfect pitch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Um. His father uh, bestowed him with a, uh, a magic bow tie, or I guess an alien bow tie, that Sheldon himself doesn't really understand, but it works on his behalf, uh, gets him out of scrapes. Wasn't it like an accident? Like his dad really didn't leave it with him. He was just kind of like, because his dad's a total asshole, little jerk. He had it from whenever he was like born. Right. It was left behind. Right. But Glocktor doesn't know about young Sheldon. Doesn't know. Doesn't care. He's a total deadbeat dad. (laughs) He's an interstellar rock star of sorts, maybe a little past his prime, but still out there getting it. (laughs) He is played by John Lovitz. 
Of course. <laughs> the great. Yeah. So do we need to get into like how season one wrapped up? Do we get into all that? Or is it like listeners should just go listen to season one all the way through again? Yeah. We'll meet you back here in, what is that, 10 hours? We should also mention um, the other character that John Lovitz plays in this series, Greg Masters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The most important character. Arguably, yeah. And he is a disgraced NASA astrophysicist. Mm-hmm. He is an alien hunter, right? Right. He believes in aliens. He believes there is evidence of aliens. Uh, in season one, he was pursuing Sheldon and, and outing Sheldon as an alien. <laughs> Which came off poorly. Mm-hmm. He kind of started as the antagonist of the show and ended up as kind of the primary protagonist. But that's what happens when you let the characters just breathe and become who they are. Yeah. You know? The greatest roles John Lovitz could ever hope for. <laughs> Two of them. Mm-hmm. Are you super excited to watch this trailer? No. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, this episode is called. A high-pitched buzz and training wheels. So there's only two things. Number one, that's different. That is weird. And this trailer looks like it's for season two in general, so I don't think we're going to get a lot of details about this episode. Okay. You guys ready? Sure. Who's ready for a brand new season of Young Sheldon? Here we go. Monday, September 24th. I can't hear you. <clears throat> Monday, September 24th. Amen! Heck yeah! TV's favorite boy genius is back. What are you doing? A brand for you. She needs it more than I do. The new season of last year's number one new comedy. Sweet dreams. Mom gives us kisses. Sheldon? I respectfully pass. Young Sheldon returns Monday, September 24th after The Big Bang Theory on CBS. Okay, um, that didn't look specific to this episode at all, but I guess we should just put all that shit in our episode, huh? Yeah, might as well. They're not going to recycle that for future promos, probably. Because none of it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we have? Earth Dad? Is putting the kids to bed. Yeah. Sheldon and his sister share a room. I don't know if I knew that. Well, they do now. Yeah, they do now. The brother burps in Sheldon's face. That's true to character. Mima looks cool. Mom loves church. Yep. Right. Because she still believes that uh, she was impregnated by an angel. That was actually our interstellar rock star, Glock Tor. Mm-hmm. That's right. And we only have two things. Oh, we could make it juicy, though. (laughs) We have to. A high-pitched buzz and training wheels. So there was no high-pitched buzz in that trailer, and there were no training wheels. No, but we can work it in. So is Sheldon hearing a buzz, or is everyone hearing a buzz? We're catching a buzz. I think only Sheldon hears it because of his hollow bird bones. Right. That makes sense. He has perfect pitch. He's just tuned to Mm -hmm. frequencies that normal humans are not attuned to. Maybe he tries to ride a bike with some training wheels, falls off, hits uh, hits his head like a tuning fork, and (laughs) now here's a high-pitched buzz. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm way into that. That's great. (laughs) Does he, he, like, not want to have the training wheels, or does the dad just think he's, like, a wuss because he does (laughs) have the training wheels, and his dad, like, loosens the training wheels, maybe? Yes, like he knows how to ride a bike, but he keeps the training wheels on there, right? Because yeah. <laughs> he's he was nine in season one. Is he 10 now? I don't know. But I mean, you know how to ride a bike when you're 10. You don't need training wheels. That's like kindergarten stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out he did need the training wheels. He went all of season one with training wheels on his bike, even going to high school. I don't know why it would be an issue now. <laughs> uh, exactly. So they catch on, you know, something or maybe his dad tries to rip them off. I don't know. Maybe it's not for him. Maybe it's like, I'm trying to think of something else that gets training wheels, like a new type of motorcycle that the dad buys. It's like super expensive, but it has training wheels on it because <laughs> it's not like riding a normal bike. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I know. As soon as I was saying it, that's nonsense. <laughs> that is funny though. It's good. I like the idea of his dad riding a big hog, but it's got training wheels. Yeah. Oh, training wheels. But I'm imagining him wearing like a leather riding suit with a helmet, you know? <laughs> Like Akira style. Yep. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It's just like a really futuristic motorcycle that the dad buys. You know, midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it has training wheels on it. Right. Yeah, there, there should be some stuff that happened that like we're being reintroduced to the characters like, oh, this is what the dad's into now. And, you know, like, you know how shows do that. Yeah. Yeah. And the mom is gone for him to be putting the kids to sleep and it being like unusual. Right. Mm hmm. Right. Where is she? Like at a, at a, at a Bible camp or a I think she's doing religious things, but I, th I wonder if she just thinks that she's communing with God because she just keeps getting <laughs> railed by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it happened again and again and again and again. <laughs> so we're talking about another alien that shows up. That's not Glocktor that she just like bones in this episode. And then goes on like a mission trip or something. Yes. Right. She likes sex with aliens and that's cool. And aliens like having sex with her. Like word has gotten around the universe. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. Uh, yeah, I guess it's fucked up if like they're lying to her. But I mean, they're, everybody's getting something out of it. She believes she's communing with angels and they are having hot earth sex with this earth babe. I think they're all really honest and open about it. And I think that she just misinterprets it as a religious thing or a, a God thing, you know? Yeah. Or, I mean, or one could argue that she is sleeping with angels. I mean, who, who's to say what the angels really were in the, in the Bible? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they were just DTF aliens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't see why not. Uh, but I do like Sheldon's head ringing. Right. Yeah. Like he falls and his head rings. But the training wheels aren't for him though, right? So does he just fall? Just unrelated to anything? Or does something else happen to him and hit him on the head? The training wheels can be multiple things in the episode. That's true. Like the dad could have training wheels. Young Sheldon could have training wheels. Could be a metaphor kind of, you know, things to help you get better at something, you know? If we can come up with something for that, I like that. Greg Masters may need training wheels for something or is also helping install training wheels for Glocktor. Yeah, I think we have to do that. I think we should come up with training wheels for every character. <laughs> come up with this metaphor. The dad has a new super cool futuristic crotch rocket that has training wheels on it. Really futuristic training wheels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the brother has a new guitar. Right. With some sort of like training wheels on it. Yeah, it, it has like a device that, that clips over the strings that plays it for him. Maybe it's like something like training wheels, but it's not like an actual device, you know? Yeah. Like some sort of crutch he uses that he gets rid of this episode. 
Uh, oh, like, like everyone overcomes their training wheels in this episode. Maybe everyone. it's a bass guitar. <laughs> <laughs> right. He has reverted to like bass guitar, but then he'll be like, this sucks by the end of the episode. Like, I'm going to be cool again. Starts playing guitar. Yeah, maybe in this episode at the beginning, he's playing guitar and gets made fun of because he sucks at it so bad. And then so he starts playing bass and wearing sunglasses. <laughs> and then by the end of the episode, he like something happens and he gets the confidence he needs to like pick up guitar again. Yeah. And suck again. Can it please just be all slap bass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, what about the sister? Um, what was the recap with her again? Like she was smart. She snores in bed. She snores. snores in bed. She's smarter than Sheldon, but everyone thinks she's dumber. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty similar. I feel like we haven't really given her enough stuff. That's true. She was like, she was kind of like the Penny Inspector Gadget kind of thing before, right? Like she was always smarter than everybody else, but didn't get any credit. Yeah, she's smart. She doesn't get credit. Maybe she's always saving Young Sheldon's butt. You know. Mm-hmm. As far as the sleeping goes, can her? Training wheels just be like a sleep apnea mask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like snoring being her like big problem. <laughs> but how does she overcome it? Yeah. The brother gets the confidence to pick up the guitar again. The dad takes the training wheels off of his motorcycle. The sister. <sighs> These would all happen in like a montage at the end of the episode, like a, with like nice music playing and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, because they all like ha- learn this lesson together. Then we have a montage of them all the next day. Like, yeah. So, what are the sisters' training wheels? What are the mom's training wheels? Right. They both have to have training wheels. Um, the sister. We need something good for the sister. Like snoring is funny. Maybe is she like always falling asleep because she's so tired? What is she tired from? Because sleep apnea. She never really gets sleep. Hmm. Can we make her a genius? Yeah, I thought she was. I think we just said she's smarter, but like, let's make her actually like intelligent. She's like the only actually intelligent person on the show other than Greg Masters. Yes. Everyone else is like a big dummy. Yeah. She doesn't have the confidence though, right? Because you get rid of the training wheels when you have the confidence to do something without them. You don't rely on them. They're like the crutch you can get rid of. You can ride the bike without them because you realize you don't need them. Yeah. Uh, You know what? I also like her being a much more talented musician than her brother. Yeah. Maybe she's like great at piano or something or like just writing music and she's like. Or just, I mean, you know, just good at all things musical, like a little Mozart. It's a toughie. It's holding us up too much. It is. Well, let's move on to the mom. Well, mom's gone. True. We don't have to include her. She could just be on her religious kick. Yeah. Right. Which is probably just because like the actress was finishing a movie or something. (laughs) Right. Mom's not here this week, y'all. Sheldon doesn't want to be kissed by the dad. (laughs) Hard pass, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's his sweet moment. Maybe like kisses are his uh, training wheels. And that was actually a sweet moment. (laughs) Yeah. Like he always thought that he needed the kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like Sheldon thinks that he only lives because he gets kissed. (laughs) But he is surprised and elated when he realizes he's still there and still alive and he hasn't vaporized when he doesn't get the kiss. Uh-huh. Right. So it's a really sweet moment when he sees his dad. Right. And his dad is sort of proud, like, oh, my boy's a man today. And maybe when his dad kisses him, like when, you know, that 
noise hap- like happens because of his hollow bird bones. Like that just vibrates his whole body and makes this high high pitch buzz, which is what he thinks he right. needs to recharge. He doesn't realize that that's like knocking him out and making him sleep for ten hours. And that's actually how he he could just go to sleep. He doesn't need to be <laughs> right. vibrated to right. sleep with a kiss. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's when it when it happens and it stops for him, the buzzing. But I think it's mm-hmm. got to be like tied into whatever's going on with Greg Masters. Yeah. There's like a cosmic crisis going on and Greg Masters has to resolve it. And it's like causing a deep space buzz and it's really dangerous. A distress call or something. Yeah, because Greg Masters is not on Earth, right? Right. No, he is. He's in space at the moment. He's on like a work camp or something, right? He's actually like officially the double now. Oh, that's right. He's going and doing like PR events and interviews that Glockdor doesn't want to do. <laughs> I think we even said he would be pretending to be Glockdor and he would have just like little um, greeblies just like taped to the top of his head <laughs> and like extra arms just tied to his body with string and right. he would be fooling everyone. Yeah. And I like that it's been a while. So when we come into the first scene with Greg Masters, like he's really good at it now. Like actually you don't even know it's Greg Masters until the scene is over and he pulls the Greeblies off his head. Like he does like a whole uh, press conference or whatever and like does something rock and roll and walks out into the green room and then pulls his Greeblies off. You're like, oh shit, it's Greg Masters. He's really fallen into the role. Like he's trying to get home, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know if he is yet. I don't think he is yet. I don't think there's been that turn yet. I mean, spoiler alert, life on Earth was not very good for Greg Masters, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Out here, he's somebody, you know? Maybe his thing is like he loves being Glocktor's stand-in because everyone treats him great, right? Except Glocktor, who treats him like absolute shit. Mm -hmm. It's just always throwing stuff at him. Yeah, I like (laughs) that. He's a rock star asshole. Yeah. But he's doing a great job at being Glocktor. So he's like going to these like press junkets and doing like interviews for movies. And he's like really <laughs> eloquent. And so like Glocktor is like super popular, like more popular than ever. Yeah. Because Greg Masters is actually doing like a great job of being Glocktor. Right. He's just like delivering these like really like heartfelt, like intelligent answers on these like press junkets and right. interviews and stuff. what his lyrics mean and stuff that were not at all yeah. what Glocktor meant you know it was like no nah, I was just talking about like space babes <laughs> yeah but, but they're much better right yeah. but yeah but Glocktor hates it thinks he sucks at it right and he <laughs> like wants to get rid of him he's like fine I'll just go back to Earth where I was appreciated and then Glocktor will be like wait wait <laughs> wait wait <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he likes being in space. I don't think, I don't think we want him to give up on space in the first episode. You know, yeah, I don't want to give this up yet. It's too good for him. <laughs> he's got uh, up in space. He's got dense human bones, so he's like, yeah, way stronger than anyone else out yeah, there in space. Total badass. Maybe his thing is that like he's finally happy, but he's doing it pretending to be someone else, right? And so maybe he's like, I finally have everything I wanted, like. But who you know, am I? I? But who am I? Like, no one likes me for me. Mm-hmm. You know? And so maybe his thing is like the end of the episode, like he goes out in public, like not dressed as Glocktor and like just talks to people and people like him. Ooh. Does the buzzing happen when they ask him to like play a few licks on the vibratar <laughs> and he's just not oh. as good at it as Glocktor is? 
That's a really good idea. Like he's just at an interview and they're like, why don't you play in the uh, Vibratar a little bit? And he doesn't realize, he doesn't know anything about the Vibratar. He doesn't know that it's like hooked up to all life in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> he's very nervous about it though. Because he doesn't yeah. know how to play it. He's never seen one. Well, he's seen one, I guess, but. Right. And he just hits one note and like everyone like ah! starts buzzing in their brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and well that that would course, mean that he, this is like an example of him not being good at glock tour so it kind of plays against everything we were saying glock tour would be pissed at him everyone would be pissed at him glock tour would have to like show up or they would have to like turn it off oh this 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 is great though like he hits his you know bottom or whatever and he's like i'm an idiot blah 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 but then this is when he realizes he's like you know what i don't need to be glock tour i'm greg masters and he rises from the ashes Oh, well, maybe he um, fucks it up at this interview and everyone's like, oh, no, like we can't. No one can shut it off because you'd have to be like a brilliant mind to shut it off. Like only an <laughs> incredible scientist could figure out how to work the control panel. Yeah, and you're you know? just a dumb rock star. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wait. Yeah. And he does it, you know, but he's like, I, I use my brain instead of my amazing sex appeal. <laughs> while he's feverishly like fixing the problem. Uh, he rips off the Greeblies because they're getting like in his way while he's doing stuff. And then like when he finishes and everything's fine, he turns around and everybody's just staring at him like, <gasps> you know, like, oh, my gosh, he's 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 not Glocktor. And he's like, you're right. I am Greg Masters of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> his grease paint is all smudged off. So then we're setting it up as like Greg Masters is famous on his own outside of Glocktor. Yeah, that's awesome. Great way to start the second season. Okay, there's a really funny way we can take that, which is like, it's a very big triumphant moment for him, yeah. right? But then we just cut to the next scene and they're throwing him in space jail. <laughs> <laughs> because I am Greg Masters. I like that. I love that. And then the, yeah. the space bar is slamming shut over his face and like he's, got, yeah. he's got a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> I saved you all. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you alien freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and maybe Glocktor bails him out. I don't know. Right. Because that, that, then they can have a nice little moment, you know, because the last time they talked, he was really mean. And then does he just go back to working for Glocktor? That's a good question. I mean, that's really funny. The only thing I don't like about that is that I like him working for Glocktor and it being more of an arc. Maybe you know? not for yeah. Glocktor, but now he's, you know, working with Glocktor. And Glocktor's not such an asshole now. Or he respects him, at least. Oh, man. See, I love him being Glocktor's double so much. I don't want to ruin that in one episode. <laughs> right. Well, okay. Well, we could just touch on it and then the funny jail thing. And then he bails him out. And he's like, now, don't ever try that again. I'm Glocktor. And you're Glocktor. And I feel like it. Yeah. And he paid everyone off. And, you know, it didn't air. Yeah. But it gives us an inkling of what's to come with Greg Masters of the universe. And he causes the ringing, which... I guess everyone on Earth now feels. Not maybe it's worse for Young Sheldon. I, yeah, I thought it would just be Young Sheldon since he's got the avian bones. Like you know, it would vibrate on his frequency or whatever. Yeah, maybe the humans don't pick up on it. Yeah, they're dumb, dense skulls. Or it builds throughout the episode and then starts affecting everyone. But no one was listening to him. But then he ends up being right. Yeah, and maybe it ripples out and it gets more serious and more pronounced and then humans start to notice it, but it does disrupt their training wheels, right? And it gives them their confidence back. So hmm. 
it vibrates like the the dad's training wheels off of his super bike. Right. And he like, is literally. able to ride it effectively without them. That's awesome. That's good. And it vibrates like, I don't know, the bass out of the brother's hands. That's awesome. Still don't know what we do for the sister. Maybe we're trying to make it too complicated. Yeah, maybe it's just about the dad. Maybe this is a dad episode. Fuck everyone else in their training wheels. <laughs> right? Fuck the training wheels metaphor. It didn't work. It was too hard. You know, we didn't have any good ideas. This is about the dad's cool motorcycle and his motorcycle training wheels. And his kissing skills. <laughs> yeah. Sheldon doesn't need those kisses anymore. Right. So it's Sheldon and the dad, which we haven't really focused on that much. Sure. Sweet little father-son moment, sort of. Yeah. And we leave the sister and the brother out of it. Like, too complicated. <laughs> No, it's only it's a twenty three minutes show. We don't have time for everything. Yeah, we got to do the whole Greg Masters <laughs> thing. That, that that's going to eat up at least eleven minutes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this episode is going to be Greg Masters like doing interviews and like giving like really like thoughtful answers that make people cry and like <laughs> question things about their own lives and being sober and being sober. Yeah, now that I'm sober, <laughs> <laughs> I see things much more clearly. Like, we just have a thing where, like, maybe Greg Masters is, like, cleaning house or, like, doing the dishes or something. And he's, like, really helpful. And he's, like, <laughs> and then uh, oh, Glocktor comes in and he's, like, all, like, wasted, you know? And then Glocktor is, like, hmm, interview went well today. And then, like, cuts to, like, Glocktor and just, like, lowers his sunglasses and just, like, throws a guitar across the room, <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's just like it's just like the huge asshole. Oh well, that's just great. Don't you think you're putting a lot of pressure on me? I've got a reputation to uphold. People asking me questions about metaphysics now. I don't know any of that crap. <laughs> I love them being like you know, Glockdoor's like on the couch or whatever, and Greg Masters is in the kitchen and he's got an apron on, and you can <laughs> see like the seam in the scene yeah. where it's like yeah, cut. Totally. <laughs> yeah, the lighting is different. Yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of like not looking at each other. It's kind of like uncanny looking, you know? Uh-huh. That's really funny. And like when he throws the guitar, like it really obviously clips and like through the, the line and like it's in a different <laughs> spot. It it's lower. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's just great. Maybe um, Glocktor is like telling a story to Greg Masters and he's like, Oh, I saw someone today, and you know what she told me? Now, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> she came up to me and said that I had made a huge difference in her life. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> and I asked if she, <laughs> but like, maybe it's just something like he thought that she was talking about, like, some song you wrote, but it was like, you know, an interview thing, you know? <laughs> and Glocktor was like, first, I thought she was talking to me about bang your dad. <laughs> uh. And which is just a song about how like Glocktor is like banging everyone's dad <laughs> and can't be stopped. <laughs> Apparently, someone explained to her how it's about reconnecting with the people you love, even if you don't know how to say it. <laughs> and that's when he throws the guitar. <laughs> yeah. But I never meant anything like that. It's about banging <laughs> and the, dads. And the video is like really clear. It's just like all these like families and stuff. And then like something always happens and then like. Glockter's just in the other room with the dad, yeah. you know? He just sneaks off with the dad, like, s- seduces the dad. Oh, yeah. Just wrecking those families. <laughs> I couldn't have been more clear. <laughs> Not a metaphor. <laughs> I don't even know what a metaphor is. Jumping out of the window onto speeders. 
It's about slamming. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I feel like we were kind of all over the place on this one. <laughs> yeah. It's the beginning of a new season. We had a lot to figure out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we brought it back to <laughs> banking dads and ruining families. I think we did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining it with like a, a Beastie Boys talking thing where he's like rapping about banging your dad. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. And like, like all the, all the dads that he's banging in the video, like rap the last three words every time. Like, bang your dad. You're walking down the aisle on your wedding day. <laughs> you know, it's like the dad's not there. You know, For some reason you're feeling kind of sad. Oh no, did somebody bang your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you turn that into a wholesome, meaningful thing, moron? <laughs> Twit. <laughs> Greg Masters is just like reciting poetry at this interview and everyone's crying. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I don't like Greg Masters getting outed yet. I do like building up to that and that'll happen this season. But I like the idea of like the conflict being that um, Glocktor is getting more and more famous. Yeah. Like he's getting taken seriously and it's pissing him off. (laughs) Yeah. He did not sign up for all this. Yeah, do we push that more? I mean, he's just really positive and upbeat in interviews and like really charitable and stuff like that. Yeah, just really thoughtful. Yeah. It's like changing how everyone thought about Glocktor. Yeah, he's like less of a bad boy. And he's getting nominated for these like alien humanitarian <laughs> awards. And uh, Glocktor is like, let's just say I don't write a song called Bang Your Dad because I want to be taken seriously. <laughs> it's because I want to bang dads. <laughs> <laughs> you nitwit I'm just really into banging Dads, specifically <laughs> With that song anyways I'm not a damn poet I'm a rock star <laughs> And a sex god You're ruining everything Did you happen to think to yourself Why is he banging the dads? <laughs> <laughs> no Well, I'll tell you because they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes it. <laughs> and I don't care because I do what I want. I'm a rock star. <laughs> you show up early to your grandfather's funeral. <laughs> your dad's supposed to be there. Everybody's supposed to be all sad. <laughs> <laughs> Bang your Bang dad. Your dad. <laughs> High-pitched whining and training wheels. Did we get it? Oh, yeah. Close enough. We got, I think we surpassed it. The training wheels are off this season. We are ready to go. You know what? We don't even need that third thing. That third thing was our training wheel. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, what? Hang on. I've only got so much of a mind to be blown. <laughs> do we know what next week episode title is? Do we usually do that? Um, We don't, but we, I can definitely look it up. Hey, I'm just curious if it's two or three. That is a great question. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Arrival Prodigy and Sir Isaac Neutron. Okay, so two things. Season two has got two. Interesting. 
Yeah. It's all right. They're a lot more specific, too. Like the, in the first season, the, it would be three, but they'd be very vague, which was good for us. Those are really specific. Well, not really, I guess, but Isaac Neutron sure is. Yeah, we got some uh, really specific stuff coming up. I don't want to spoil it, but. I love the idea of Isaac Neutron. Yeah, that kind of fits right <laughs> yeah, into our that's world. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, we really don't need anything more. <laughs> this looks like it's. Are they fucking with us? <laughs> yeah. Are they fans now? Look, we don't need a third thing if we have a rival prodigy. That's uh-huh. already great. And Sir Isaac Neutron? Yeah. Do you know what the third episode is called? No. <laughs> a Crisis of Faith and Octopus Aliens. <laughs> oh, my God. They're fans. They like us. They've been listening, and they're helping us <laughs> from, from across the pod universe. And to that, I say thank you. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> from, from three EPs to however many EPs they have. Thanks a lot, you guys. <laughs> Probably 20. Yeah. From the bottom of our hearts to you, 1642. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1642, y'all. 1642. 1642.